Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy, Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello, and welcome to the Psych Legal Pop Podcast. This is a podcast where we talk about popular culture through the lens of an attorney and a therapist. I'm Brooke Brigham. I'm the attorney. And I'm Tess Brigham. I'm the therapist. And we are here today to talk about the last two episodes of Love is Blind, season five. We have episode 10, uh, which is called Big, Big Love. And then we have episode 11, which is The Reunion. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this has been a weird season. Yes, it has. Well, and... your predictions, I can't remember what I said, but your predictions were right. Yes, my <laughs> predictions were correct. Yes, very good. Yes. Pat myself on the back. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So episode 10 is the uh, wedding episode. Mm -hmm. And we start with Izzy and Stacy. Yes. And they pull up to this venue that, you know, looks very cookie cutter. Like, you know, uh, what's that? Magnolia. What's that? Chip and joanna Gaines. oh oh yeah you know, the, with like, the ship lap and yeah the, and the yeah that style you know what? i never look it's so funny i never look at during these wedding things i never look at like the what where they're going what they're doing like mm-hmm. i'm just so focused on what are they saying and their looks on their faces so yeah well i th- i was noticing because they both pulled up in like this well first stacy pulls up in this kind of fashiony old-timey car mm-hmm. and um that was weird and she has her jean jacket on that says bride on the back mm-hmm. and so then she goes inside and yeah it's just one of those places that it's just not my style it's very vanilla everything is just very like, everything's white yeah and it's just very clean and um whatever so anyway um she doesn't have any makeup on. She looks very different. Yes. <laughs> she looks like a totally different person. Yeah, she does. She really does look different. Yeah. 
Um, and th- she's just talking about just random stuff. She's talking about how is he so hot and how great he is. But and- did you? But did you catch that she said at one point like that looks don't matter to me? That's what I wrote down. I was like, really, Stacey? Looks don't matter yeah. to you? Oh, that's interesting. Just like, like money doesn't matter to yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> like money doesn't. Yeah. She did say looks don't matter to me. It, it, it's just uh, okay, whatever, Stacey. Yeah. So, um, and then you know, St- and then after Stacey's going on and on, her sisters show up, and I'm confused by these sisters because when I first looked at them, I assumed that Stacy was the youngest because they just looked so. They just seemed older to me. Yeah. But then one of them had on a T-shirt that said "Little Sister." Mm. And mm. um, and then I was also there's also also something came up later. I think it might have been in the reunion where Stacy was talking about she had gone to her sister her sister's graduate school oh, graduation. That's right. Yeah. So that means that Stacy's thirty three. This sister's probably in her twenties. Hmm. I don't know why those sisters looks and and. You know, Stacy's mom, I think Stacy has a different mom. Her then mom is two. Yeah. Her mom's oh. the one with the long blonde hair. And then there's uh-huh. a, the lady when they went over to her dad's house. I think that's the mother of the other two. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they'd be younger. Oh, anyway. Okay. I don't know. I don't, I wasn't really paying attention to um, any of those things. I was just fascinated by, um, uh, I guess they were all ripping on him because his favorite restaurant is Chipotle. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And she says he left Chipotle and he just got a passport, you know, like <laughs> for to go to Mexico for the, for the exactly for, for this yeah. show. Yeah. Yeah. So these things are important to her. Yes. Yes. So own it. God, Stacey, just own it. It's just, yeah. You want someone who's well-traveled. You want yeah. someone who likes to go to, you know, who has a, a higher palate, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, it's, I'm wrong with that. I'm sorry. I don't know if I would marry someone who would want to go to Chipotle all the time. Chipotle's okay, but I get real sick of it real quick. I mean, I, I don't know. I think there's nothing wrong with saying that you want someone who has gone to school or who's of a certain level of intelligence. Like, why is that bad? I, I, I don't understand. Yeah. But yeah. But then Izzy gets into the whole credit score thing and he starts, he's like, well, love has no price tag. Izzy's still confused yeah. about why Stacy's mad. And that is very, very scary. And that's why I, it was around this time that I'm like, you know what? Because he doesn't get this yet, she's not going to say yes. Yeah. Like she is not going to say yes. Cause this is just too, this is too scary for her because yeah. he doesn't get it. Yeah. He's going through this whole thing again, saying he doesn't care about money. You know, it's, it's all about love. And yeah. And it's like, well, you can tell yourself that, but it's, that's just not reality. Um, yeah, it's, I don't know. Who said didn't get all the information early on? Yeah, I think Stacy said, Stacey said yeah. that. Yeah, because she gets into how different they are and sh- how she didn't get all this information. She kept bringing it up. So that was my other indication. I'm like, oh, this is, you know, yeah, this is, yeah. This is a problem. And you and know what? I'm with her on it. It's not just Stacy. I just read a statistic like yesterday that said that it's over 50% of women, single women s- surveyed for this said that they're ha- they single because they're having trouble finding a mate who basically 
makes at least as much money or more as them and Mm -hmm. is financially desirable and, you know, desirable in other ways. And it's like, yeah, women don't want to have to take care of a man and work and take care of kids. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's just like, it's too much. Yeah, we've got too much to do. And yeah, and yeah, I think I understand that, right, there's this, this idea of, well, didn't you all just want equality? And shouldn't it be, you know, shouldn't women have always, you know, gone after men for the money and for them to take care of them? And it's a little bit of like, yes and no. I Yes, some people do do that. I mean, there are people that very much like like zero in and will only marry someone for money. But the reality is, is that women are, they're looking for someone who's going to show up and do work and work as hard as they're working. Right. And, and that's with really what it is. With everything. <laughs> with everything. Child so, care. Yeah. Whether it's child care or whether it's... um uh, whether it's contributing to the house or the childcare or doing stuff around the house, you know, women are exhausted. We are yeah. utterly exhausted. And we are so sick of men with their, I'm babysitting, quote unquote, or mm-hmm. like everyone being, oh, you're such a great dad because you took your kid to the park after, mm-hmm. you know, you've cleaned up puke and did 9,000 things. It's just, it's... Yeah. it's Stacy anyway. is very pragmatic. You know, she's yeah. very logical, most of the time, sometimes she gets a little, but I mean, about this kind of stuff, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. good for her. I think in the long run, she'll be happier because she will find someone eventually who checks all the boxes. Yeah. Well, mom, her mom says, don't ignore the red flags. <laughs> <laughs> That's good advice. And that was, you know, that was that. Um, so then they get into this whole thing of like, is he needing to write a letter to Stacy? And that wasn't even his idea. I think it was one of his, it was his best man's idea. Or was it the producers? Because didn't you notice, didn't they do the same? Did they, did they have Milton? Oh, Milton was writing his vows. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. I, thought, I was like, didn't Milton write a note too? Yeah, it was. Um, and he wrote some goofy poem. It was a but- poem. I'm like, oh, she started reading it. And I'm like, oh, this would have been the, this would have been it for me. Yeah. The poem. Cringy. I would have been out. Well, you could you could see it on Stacy's face this entire time when she's with getting ready and with her family that she was struggling. Yes, and she was written all over her face. Yeah, and I I was like, yep, she's not she's not going to do it. Yeah, well, and also when she was walking towards the you know with her father, and he's just I mean both of her parents were kind of at that point sort of checked out. Her dad's like, well, you got to do what you got to do. And okay, let's go. You know, I mean, get he this was over just, with. Oh, okay, I got to get home. You know, I mean, it just seemed like he was, okay, this is what I need to do now. And I was like, oh, this guy's checked out. He doesn't think this is happening either. Yeah. So yeah, they might've known. They might've yeah. been in on it. Um, But then, so then first Izzy walks out and I swear it looked like he was about to do a tight 10. Yeah. Like a comedy, at the comedy club. It's like, Hey yeah. everybody, thanks for coming. Oh my God. It's great to see you. <laughs> <laughs> it was so awkward and weird. It was like, what? Huh? Yeah. What are you doing? Well, and Stacy, I thought she looked really beautiful. I lo- her hair, mm-hmm. her makeup, which was done by somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone seems to like it when someone else does her makeup. Versus when she does it. Yeah, because she puts on... She gets a little too heavy on the bronzer or something. Because she has very fair skin. Mm-hmm. And she always just looks a little orangey or something. And um, But I, th- I thought she looked great in the dress and mm-hmm. everything. I thought she looked great. 
So I never listen to what they say to each other up there. I'm always like, oh, yeah, I'm just waiting like, for the yes or the, the no. Get to yeah. the point. Yeah. And even when she, she walks down the aisle and she's up there with him and Izzy again it says, hey, she looks great in this dress, right? You know, he turns, <laughs> turns to the audience and it's like, oh my God, this yeah. is a wedding, you know? <laughs> this is like... Take this. This is supposed to be a solemn ceremony. Yes. Yes. Gosh. Well, so he answered first. He answered yes. And then she answered no. And you could tell just from the beginning, that first sentence, the way she said it, you were like, oh, this is going to be, this is definitely a no. Oh, yeah. Because she says, I love you more than anything. That's always <laughs> like the worst. <laughs> Start out like that. I think and, you're great. Yeah. She says, and I want to say yes to you. But I can't. I need time. Yeah. Which, and she's right. She's right. She needs time. And so then it comes back to why did she do the show? Right. Like you knew going into this that it was going to be this quick. It was going to be like, well, I don't think that's what she meant. I don't think she literally meant, I think that was just an excuse. That was part of, you don't think that? No, because I, I think that was part of her excuse as to why she couldn't marry him. Mm. Like she kind of wanted to give him hope. She didn't want to totally crush him. Mm-hmm. So by saying, I need time, because she says, I want to say yes, but I can't. I need time. So instead of just, you know, ripping off the band aid, she gives him this false hope. She's mm. trying to let him down easy. Um, I don't think it had anything to do with the experiment, you know, only being one month or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Okay. I thought, I thought that that was her, I think that she really, you know, really loved him and, and really liked him a lot. I think that she just felt so unsure about the money stuff with him that she just needed, a, when I, when I heard her say time, I was like, yeah, you need time. You need time to see like what's going on here with this guy. Well, I don't you know, think she had any you know. intention. So, but that's what I thought at the, af- at the end, and we learned more about what happened between them on the reunion, but when it was over, right, she leaves and then he leaves and then they... Well, and they know. kissed at the altar. Oh, that's right. They did kiss. That's right. Yeah, that was weird. Um, So he kisses her and he seems to be okay with everything in that moment. And then he comes down and his mom sits down and talks to him and she's great. I mean, she says all of the things that you're supposed to say, even very kind and loving. And then the two of them see each other. And I got the sense that from that conversation that Stacy was in this place of like, hey, let's see, let's date. Let's see what's happening. And but he was so hurt and yeah. so upset that he was like, well, forget you. I'm I'm out of here. But, um, you know, Stacy, what I wrote down was that, you know, Izzy doesn't understand. Um, Izzy doesn't understand why what's happening here. Right. Like, yeah. He seems so confused. Yeah. He's very so confused. confused. And he just talks about like love isn't the isn't the titanic who said that is unconditional i'm like what the what yeah someone talked about the titanic i can't remember he watched the titanic and but he izzy was coming at everything from this place of this is love love is unconditional you know we should yeah it shouldn't have anything to do with money or yeah money time he's like any when is when is it ever gonna be the right time if i'm the one what difference does a timeline make and then he's just, then he's just starts feeling sorry for himself. Yeah. And he's just saying stuff like, 
I'm so tired of feeling this way. And it's like, what way oh, is he? God, what are, is what are, he really? Has it been that know, hard for you? He just, and he's like, I just want to be loved the way I want to be loved. What's wrong with that? And it's like, well, because that's not love. That's a one-sided yeah. thing. It's like love. I want to be loved. Well, yeah, he's just kind of a spoiled brat. Yeah. Well, he also, um, he says something else about how he's like, how love is, unconditional and and in this whole thing and i'm like yeah okay so the purity of love loving someone you know all those feelings that you have like yeah i get i get what you're saying izzy but love and marriage are two different things right like and that's the thing that people have to understand like love and marriage are not the same thing she may love you right she may have a great time with you there may be a lot of chemistry but she does not want to marry you because you do not tell the truth like well, you do not it, yeah. understand what honesty you don't understand honesty because he really even on the reunion he still he still doesn't understand yeah and i would argue that um love between spouses or partners is not unconditional you yeah. know you can maybe say you know your child your love for your child is unconditional but if your child fucks you over enough you know <laughs> you know is there some, yeah. pe- some people yeah they they have that experience but yeah no if someone lies to you, keeps secrets from you, you know, is unfaithful to you, a a laundry list of things. Mm -hmm. Doesn't mean, well, I have to stay with this person and just, you know, deal with this because love is unconditional. Yeah. That's the dumbest. What a dumb thing to say. Izzy, if you want unconditional love, get a dog. Get a dog. I have two. And you know what? I'm telling you, they love me unconditionally. They love me more than noon and night. They love me no matter what I look like. They love me. That's it. Yeah. He needs <laughs> a puppy. He needs a puppy. Yeah. Get a dog. <laughs> Just if you want that wife, your dog will give that to you. And it'll be real easy too. Cause the dog right. doesn't care if you lie to him. <laughs> they, they don't know the difference <laughs> just you just have to have enough money to pay for the pay feed the dog and care for the dog and that's it. Yeah. So. I yeah. oh God, he's by the lost. end of that. I was just like, Oh God, I, I don't ever want to hear from this guy again. He's well, yeah, a couple days later you did. But yeah, he had the reunion. So then we get to Lydia and Milton and done to that. So did they get married at this exact same place? Yeah. I wasn't even paying attention. Okay. Yeah, same okay. place. So um Lydia says that she is all in. She is mm-hmm. all in. No concerns. You know, her friends are worried about the age. And um, you know, but she is all in. They super happy, excited. very, very happy. Their last time they saw each other, they fought, but they made up. And you know, they're in such a better place. And she's full tilt boogie, ready to go. Yep. But then, of course, Milton had <laughs> Milton decides not to take a day off from work. He's yeah, like, well, he, I he worked all night. <laughs> he couldn't get a day off. For, yeah, for his wedding. Yeah, he worked all night. Worked the night shift. Went straight to the wedding venue, and he's not even tired. Yeah, yeah. And he's, you know, he's just sort of like, well, I don't believe in a hundred percent of anything. <laughs> and um, he hasn't written his vows yet. And he's just kind of like everybody else is a Twitter around him, and he's just sitting there eating grapes, like do 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 do. You know, I just <laughs> worked. You know, um, all that kind of stuff. I mean, I was just like, okay, okay. You go yeah. And I yeah. was starting to get a little nervous right there for Lydia. I'm like, oh, does Milton know what he's, you know, I was just well, you know what? way too casual. I have a theory is that I think that the Milton we saw on the regular season was kind of an act. 
Yeah, well, he admits that on the reunion. Yeah. He kind of played like a bro. He played like kind of a dumb guy. Yeah, and because in the reunion, it is clear, whoa, this guy is way more uh, intelligent emotionally and everything than, yeah, and I'm like, that was all an act. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I think this is an act. You think this is also part of his act? Yeah. He's asked for the cameras. Exactly. I, I don't believe he worked before. I think that's made up. I I think, yeah, all the stuff where he's acting like, you know, like a helpless, you know, bumbling, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. I think it was all just for the camera. Huh. I think I think the messiness and the leaving plates in random places. Yeah, I think that's, that's very probably. much him. I think that is him. And maybe not writing the wedding vows till the end. I think that might be him too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, he definitely is not, you know, he obviously is the most intelligent person here. So, and then his dad shows up and brings him cufflinks. And he he says something to him about being the head priest in your house. Yeah. Like, oh, and he, okay, he asks, yeah, he asks Milton, he's like, so many questions. <laughs> and, and then he gives him this kind of real negative pep talk, you know, where he says, um, you've got to fight fair. And then Milton mm-hmm. says, I know, I've seen more than enough fights uh, between yeah you and my mom kind of thing and it yeah and uh he's like well i don't know i mean it's like it's a very depressing talk <laughs> well it's it's yeah it was it was a weird and, and you could tell they weren't very close you yeah. got that sense you got he they both were uncomfortable he's obviously not very close dad is still unsure about all of this and it's just to me yeah it seems like milton's parents fought a ton growing mm-hmm. up and i think his way of dealing with them was to stop listening to them and i think it just continues to today you get the sense of like when he's around them he kind of tunes out a little bit i think yeah. he's so used to because they both have big personalities as mm-hmm. does the sister and so i'm sure they were all fighting and on him constantly and there was so much you know expectations and judgment that i think he's just learned how to be like okay dad yeah sure see ya yeah i'm sure that dad ruled with iron fist yeah. you know he doesn't well, head priest and of your head priest of, whatever yeah. that means well yeah it, what does it mean to be the head priest of your household i mean huh? well yeah and i also it, i don't know maybe I, I don't think the dad's acting but i also think that maybe mom and jessica were kind of playing it up for the cameras too because when they got to the wedding part jessica was they kept cutting her. She was like, oh, that's so mm. sweet. And she was like, oh, you know, when Lydia walks in, she's like, oh, she's super. It's like, wait a minute. You know, you you had all this, um, you know, skepticism and almost, you know, scorn for this person like a week ago. And now mm. now you're just half so happy that they're getting married. And and the mom was smiling. They were all smiling. Mm-hmm. First time we've seen them smile. And they all seemed happy. Yeah. Except yeah. the dad. But. Yeah. <laughs> So we get to the altar, because I don't really have anything besides that, but they get to the altar and um, Lydia says yes, and Milton says yes, and then he kisses her too soon. <laughs> he, he didn't wait for the ceremony to be over and he kisses her. Yeah. And yeah, and that's it. They got married, the one successful relationship. Yeah. So. Well, and I also, I was, I was really moved by Lydia's family, like, you know, her brothers were crying and, you know, right before she has another brother we didn't see before he was there. He was like bawling the whole time. Mm-hmm. And then when Lydia and her mom, like before they came down the aisle, you know, they were like, 
I love you. I love you always, always, always. And I'm just like, oh my God, I'm going to start crying. Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> it's just like... <laughs> And then we I guess you this, weren't very moved by no, any of this. I really you're, wasn't. You're being very analytical. I know. I wasn't. I guess I just kind of like, it feels like at, by this point in the show, I'm so like, okay, let's go. Let's, I've, t- you know, because the wedding, honestly, the wedding episodes are only interesting to see if they say yes or no. Like all the, we, we get no new information. They always do. They always do this thing. Let's interview you. And then let's see your love story again. It's like, well, we've seen the love story and it's not, this show isn't a show that's on over six month period where it was like, oh, we watched all that so long ago. Like, I just saw that a couple weeks ago. Got it. It's in my brain, you know? And, and then, you know, just the conversations, like everything is always, it's so formulaic, you know? And it just, I, I don't know. I have a heart. I just find them so boring. So I'm always kind of like, let's go, let's go, let's find out. Okay. Well, you know, I, sorry. I don't I, have a heart. I'm, I, I don't know. I was kind of moved by this wedding but anyway um so yeah and then they do this wrap up well they have their uh reception oh that's right i don't know and again i don't they're just doing a lot of kissing and saying i love you and Mm -hmm. again i think this might be acting you know he criticizes her english and she kind of treats him like a child and i was getting a little worried because I thought, oh, God, they're back mm-hmm. to this. And I think, again, I think that, that that's just part of their act because they did not act like that at all during the reunion. Yes. So. No, you're right. You're right. Okay. So well, I guess that was. Well, th- we get a it. little bit of a roundup at the end of this episode. We get to see everybody again. So we see Izzy. And we, we get Izzy and Izzy, of course, does his whole thing like, I want to be loved the same way, love me the same way I love them. And then we get right, we get we get JP and Taylor again. Do you remember this? Like Wait. we get a little flash of JP admits that he has a hard time opening up. Oh, where they just interview them. Yeah, yeah. they're just yeah. sort of interviewing them. Yeah. And, um, you know, he admits he has a hard time opening up. Taylor's wonders what would happen if she had stayed with him. I'm like, oh, Taylor. Um, of course, we have to see Uche ugh, mm. again, and then Aaliyah and Johnny and Chris. I can't even remember what they said, but you know, I was just like, oh, remember. they're really filling for time because we've never had one of these before. Yeah, it was very short. The they did. They did both weddings and, you know, just around an hour, maybe even under an hour. Yeah. Yeah. Because so. there were only 10 episodes. I mean, usually it's like 12 or 13 episodes. Mm. So mm. they really didn't have a lot of content. Yeah. Well, do we want to talk about the couple who actually went to the altar? Yes. But they yes. scrapped them from the whole show. I'm not quite sure why. I think I heard a rumor about maybe why. But anyway, mm-hmm. you remember Renee, who was there as part of the pod squad. Yes. With the long, long hair. And then yeah. Carter, who was at the pool party. Yes, and every, he loves and I, to fish. Yeah, and I was just like, who is this guy? Why is he here? Well, apparently Renee and Carter got engaged mm-hmm. and they went through the whole experiment, moved in together, had the wedding, but I think they both knew they were, well, they both, I think, had talked about that they were going to say no, but they had mm-hmm. to go through with it anyway. And I, she said it was because, and I think this is when they had I'm not sure if this was one before or after they had already determined that they were not going to say yes, that he brought a, another woman 
to their apartment. Mm-hmm. I heard. Yeah, I heard. And Stacy saw them on the rooftop at the pool mm-hmm. on the roof and told her. But I think at that point, I think they'd already called it quits and they were just contractually bound to just go through with it. Mm-hmm. So. Okay, well, then why why didn't they show it? And then it, I, I heard that it was because Renee actually had a boyfriend when she went on the show. Oh, did she? But I heard her on Kate Casey. So I don't remember. Did she say that? I don't remember she did, that on no. the interview. I was like, oh, she, oh, oh, I don't, I don't I think she's going to go out there and say that. Mm-hmm. No, but she is with, she's married now. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So yes. she says, so, you know, she makes it sound like right after she did this show, she met someone and now they're married. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, well, that was fast because even though this show was, uh, this is a year and a half ago now mm-hmm. um, that this was filmed, you know, that's, and most of the people, a lot of the people have moved on or dating other people, but everybody's already, moved on. Yeah. Everybody. But to already be married, mm-hmm. that, that was fast. So, yeah, I, I don't know. There was obviously something shady about the relationship, why the show didn't want to air mm-hmm. their story. Yeah. So, you, yeah, I wonder. I, I, um, I, and I was kind of when, when I didn't realize, cause I remember Carter the fisherman mm-hmm. and I remember him from the pods. And then when I saw them at that barbecue, I didn't realize that it was those two. I knew Renee hadn't cut out and I didn't know it was those two. And I just think they are such an odd pairing. I mean, She's a, what she's a vet, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it just seemed like very different people and different interests. And you know, I thought that Carter was looking for someone he could go fish with. I thought he was looking for you know someone like that. So it was just kind of odd that these two got together. But uh-huh. anyway, don't know. Yes. So well, I was um, I was reading on. I mean, Vulture writes a lot about. Um, the show and I was reading um, on. So t- I think it just this came out either today or yesterday today. So this article in Vulture called the highs, lows and woes of Love is Blind reunion. And, you know, it goes through like who ended up on top, who was low, high. And one of the lows is Chris. Um, who, uh, you know, we all thought was a great guy until the reunion. And we realized like, oh, Chris, you're just as shitty as everybody else. And so Chris's father is Martin Fox. Martin Fox was the middleman in the Operation Varsity Blues scandal. Oh. So his dad was Martin Fox, who um, he was the former president of a private tennis academy in Texas. In Texas, right in Houston, basically he um, he was uh, he introduced uh, Rick Singer to Michael Center, a tennis coach at the University of Texas, and so um, and so he would he was kind of like this middleman for Rick Singer, like he helped between 2015 and 2018. Fox also agreed with Singer and others to facilitate cheating on the ACT and SAT college entrance exams. Fox funneled bribe payments from Singer to Nikki Williams, a test administrator for the ACT SAT for four of Singer's clients. Mm. So every time he did this, Singer gave him some money and then he gave money to the, to the, um, um, to the the proctor. So he was, you know, I was just like, oh, that's very interesting. 
that's your dad? Well, did he go to jail? I mean, was he, he did barely. I mean, basically, it says that he, it says he was to three, he was sentenced to three months in prison and 15 months of supervised release with the first three months to be home confinement. So I don't know if the 15, if, if they were referring to the 15 months being three being home confinement, but he also has to complete 250 hours of community service. He has to pay back a fine of 95,000. And he, they found that he was paid 245,000 by, um, Rick Singer. So he had to return that money as well. Wow. So he had to pay back like $350,000 and do 250 hours. And then three months, I guess he did the three months in, in jail, prison, whatever. What a, jail yeah 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 so anywho that was i thought that was i was like ooh, that's interesting yeah i can kind of see that because yeah but when we really got to know chris he's kind of a cocky little shit yeah he's <laughs> not at all when i he came across as just this sweet yeah. aw shucks kind of guy and it's like yeah. oh you're a dick <laughs> after we learned about him in the reunion i was like and and you're just as bad as izzy johnny's got a type <laughs> yeah <laughs> wow okay well we'll get to him um so yes. let's move on to the reunion yes we see uh again this this we're now fast forwarding a year and a half mm-hmm. uh, milton and lydia look great they look yeah. very happy um it turns out milton's family has just embraced her like mm-hmm. um she and his mom are good friends and um they they like the effect that Lydia has had on Milton and he's improved with the towels and they yes. had a second wedding in Puerto Rico and uh, a Nick or um, what's her name? Vanessa. Vanessa. One, of them, one of them asked um, asked about long-term plans or something and um, I can't remember what Lydia said, but Milton said that, you know, you know, he's working on their 401k and she's yeah. going to be very happy in the future. <laughs> I'm just like, you know what? That Yes. Thank you. <laughs> That's what you need. You need someone who is concerned about your future and building that 401k. Forget yeah. love. Yeah, forget that. <laughs> yeah, that's love. <laughs> Someone's putting away money for your retirement. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I thought, he, yeah, he made a bunch of goofy jokes. Um yeah, I was just, but I was, were you surprised to see that they were still married? No. And happily married? Oh. No. I I mean, I, I really thought their love was real. Mm-hmm. I really did in, in a weird way. Yeah. And then, you know, and now seeing the real Milton and that he's not such a dork, you yes. know, um, then, I mean, yeah, they have, I think they have a good um, chance at long-term success. I mean, yeah, know. for sure. No, they sure. seem, listen, they seem really, really happy. They, I mean, I'm glad Lydia of all the people who knew Lydia was going to be the little star, mm-hmm. you know, Lydia's going to get her happily ever after. And, um, so, uh, yeah, I, I also, also on Vulture, I read this article, uh, cause they interviewed her and, um, she, she also, she was talking about Ute and how that whole I see you thing where she took the picture mm-hmm. and I said, I see you. She said, we were hanging out. I was, ne-. she said, she explains it. She was like, I was near his house 
and I was hanging out with friends and I was, mm-hmm. te- we had broken up, but things were kind of complicated. And I was texting him saying, Hey, are you going to make it out? And they were going back and forth. And then she said she was really close to the bar was really close to his house and that she took a picture was like, Mm -hmm. Oh, I see you. I'm like, Oh my God, this Uche is, he is, I don't know what the word is. He's like, what's the word? He's diabolical. Yeah. You know, that he took like, what was he doing? Was he like going through his entire relationship with Lydia going, okay, how can I spin this? How can yeah, I spin he was this? collecting spin evidence? This? Yeah. Yeah. But he, but essentially collecting evidence, but lying, lying about yeah. it. Like going to Milton saying, yeah. she took a picture of my house and she said, I see you. Like she was stalking me. It's like, hold on a second. He's a weirdo. And he was obsessed with her yes. because Milton says at the reunion that, um, you know, when they were in the pods and everything like is uh, Uche was always prying, wanting to know, well, asking Milton, who are you talking to and who who do you like? And Milton said, I, I don't really want to talk about it. And he said he didn't respect his boundaries and he just kept prying and prying. And then when he found out that it was Lydia, like he just couldn't wait to yeah. weigh in on that and and then again at that pool party where he's trying to show milton these texts and trying to show him all this stuff on his phone and yeah it's diabolical and milton's mm-hmm. like you know what no i don't want to see it leave me alone he's trying to w- get away from him and uche just won't stop yeah no he's relentless. well oh and also um the other thing that was kind of interesting is lydia in this article was saying that she uh asking about the whole Aaliyah thing and how she was giving Aaliyah a lot of information about Uche. And she said, what you don't see is a bunch of stuff got cut out so that, you know, they went back. She they told all the girls, all the girls reacted. Then she and Aaliyah sat down and she said that Aaliyah did ask her some questions like mm-hmm. Aaliyah was asking her things. And she said it was, I guess, apparently the way I took it was that they kind of cut everything together. So it looked like she was rapid fire mm-hmm. like, telling her so much, telling Aaliyah everything. But really, it was she said it was more of this conversation of back and forth of, you know, Aaliyah asking her questions mm-hmm. and um and then, you know, it made it look like, and she said, you know, looking back on it, it was hard to see. She said, you know, because I do, I do realize like that wasn't very good, but it wasn't exactly, you know, a, a situation that was probably over the span of a couple hours is drilled down into a four minute scene. Mm-hmm. So, anywho. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, they definitely were trying to make uh, um, Lydia out to be some sort of, you know, Glenn Close, you know, crazy person or something. I mean, yeah. And and it's just just not like that. You know, Milton was not what he seemed. (laughs) Neither was Lydia. Yes. Yes. But you know what, Brooke? Debt and bad credit are two different things. Mm. And Izzy wants you to know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, doesn't one lead to the other? I mean. Yeah. He's just like, well, it wasn't like. It wasn't like I was, you know, in debt. <laughs> it well, was just bad credit from being in debt. Right. From not paying for Which bills. is debt. Right. Debt is owing somebody something. So, yeah, that was your bad credit comes from, you know, debt. Does You don't just get bad credit because 
Because you did nothing. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> so I, w- I was just like, and that's when I was like, he still doesn't get it. He still does not. He really doesn't understand it. No. But, um, yeah. But I guess, see, I thought that they were going to date. I thought Stacey and Izzy would date after the wedding. But they didn't. I guess a week after the wedding, they got together again and kind of saw each other and maybe kissed or something. But she said no. You know, I guess she said it was weird. Yeah. And I mean, I guess I think that he probably I think I think maybe he I don't know. Maybe she well, just felt said, like he's too hurt or something. I don't well, know. Well, he said I didn't want to start over. Mm. So she, oh, was she pro- wanted to start. Over. Yeah, That's she was right. probably saying, look, like, let's let's start over here. Let's build up some. Trust. And he was like, why should I have to do that? You mm-hmm. know, we, we were all engaged and now you want me to, like, go backwards and have to and it's like yeah is he because you didn't yeah. prove yourself the first time yeah so well, yeah you're lucky she's giving you a chance to start over well and i think that's what it was was she was sort of saying which i and i agree with her i think it makes complete stacy is not my favorite person but i i do agree with her on these things where you know it's true they do need to start over like izzy needs to ask her out on a date they need to go mm-hmm. to dinner he needs to pick her he up needs to go to dinner. For her needs, yeah, <laughs> he needs to cook for her yeah he needs to cook for her they need take it slow they need to like get to know each other as people outside of all of this stuff and see if there's any there there but yeah you're absolutely right it was almost like it seemed too much work for him or he but and and i think that's one thing is i think izzy doesn't he doesn't like to be challenged too much Mm -hmm. and he Mm -hmm. also doesn't like he doesn't I don't think he likes to be uncomfortable and he doesn't like to have to do a lot. I don't he doesn't think. like to have to deal with another person's wants, needs, feelings, thoughts. He wants something just real easy where he doesn't have to work at it. He's mm-hmm. just lazy. You know, he doesn't want to work at a relationship. He just wants an instant relationship and nobody can challenge him or, mm-hmm. you know, ask him to change because yeah. love should be enough, you know? <laughs> Isn't that enough that I love you? You know, yeah, yeah. That's that's how egocentric he is. That he thinks that his love, being loved by him, is enough. Is enough, and that should be good enough for anybody. Yeah, especially Stacy. Now, I have to say, I'm not trying to be petty, but Stacy's dress. Ugh, I hated it. And she's got a great. She's she's a Pilates instructor. She's got a good body, and I hated the dress. Well, the dress just made her look completely flat chested. Mm -hmm. I mean, she have boobs i mean they're not big but that dress literally the way it went across her boobs and it was pressing Mm. down it it literally looked like she had no boobs yeah well you know this is the thing when you pick out these dresses for these reunions you really need to sit in them sit down yeah and let's see what that looks like because i think the dress like on a red carpet on somebody else it would have i think some on somebody else and and on a red carpet i think it would be like ooh, that's so cool but here sitting down Mm -hmm. i just kept thinking like oh my god we're gonna see her boobs any moment now she's gonna lift up her arms and that whole thing's gonna come flying yeah same with lydia's dress she had a dress that looked like it was taped to her boobs and her boobs mm-hmm. were showing but yeah sitting down like if oh, she's right yeah. if she kind of bent over a little or it's like oh my god that dress the whole dress is going to fall apart yeah, yeah. And, her, and her boobs are going to fall out but if she's just standing on a red carpet and standing up straight you know, it would look really elegant but mm-hmm. yeah, yeah i did not i i really didn't like what 
Stacy was wearing. I liked Lydia slightly a bit more, but I, mm. I don't know. Those kinds of dresses, the whole time, all I'm thinking is, is a boob going to pop out? Mm-hmm. Is a boob going to pop out? I know. <laughs> um, so I guess then after Stacy and after... Um, Izzy said, no, we're not going to start over again, that they didn't talk for a year a year, yeah. and then ran into each other at a cooking class with other dates mm-hmm. and or no, first they saw each other at a bar, at a bar, right? Yeah. At a bar. And um, then they um, and then they uh, ran into each other at that, you know, double date. And of course, so now both Izzy and Stacy are dating other people. Mm-hmm. You know, they've moved on, both of them. So, uh, I, yeah. Yeah. So then we get Johnny and Chris. Um, oh, yes. They're not together anymore. And I did yeah. not like Johnny's dress was a. Uh, well, look in comparison to yeah. Stacey's. And, uh, yeah, it was a lot better. But um, yeah, so she went to what she and Chris were dating, you know, after the show. And, and at that barbecue, which was her birthday. I think this happened right after this. Oh, okay. So barbecue, yeah. She went to a wedding. And, he went to a wedding. Oh, I thought she went to a wedding. No, he did. And Chris started seeing someone else when she got back and he had already yeah. started seeing someone. Anyway. Um, but didn't tell her. He didn't tell her. He went, she talked about it. She said that they were dating. They were at the barbecue. It was her birthday. A couple days. They're great. He's defending. Chris is defending everyone. I love this woman. And then a couple days later, he goes out of town for a wedding, comes back. She doesn't hear from him at all. Like he ghosts her. And then she has to learn through someone else that Mm -hmm. he's now dating someone else. And now he's actually living with this woman now. But he never, ever, never bothered. really broke up with her. He never bothered to break up with her. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I, I, I that was just like you. Houston's a horrible, horrible place. <laughs> this is yeah, the worst place these ever. Because Chris, who seemed like a nice, decent person, is he's one of those fake. He's he's like a fake yeah. nice guy type. He, yeah. you know, he he. That's his whole persona. Is he thinks he's a nice guy, but I think everyone knows but he's the chris is worse because he really puts it on and then does crap like this but i guess johnny's dating someone now anyway so yeah well and then they get back to the whole like you know stacy johnny drama and it's uh, stacy i don't know why she's so obsessed with johnny but she's just droning on and on and on about how terrible johnny is and johnny's just ignoring her and she turns to chris and they just start chatting yeah <laughs> they just start so they start catching up with each other <laughs> and vanessa's like oh what are you two talking about she's like oh we're just catching up i mean mm-hmm. they're just like ignoring stacy as she just goes off for like 15 minutes about that i mean why is stacy why do you care like yeah what's wrong with your life this was a year and a half ago like yeah who gives a shit well and that's the part that's really interesting about all of this is stacy you got the guy but she's still, it's just like Uche, right. still obsessed, still like you, you ended things like you. Right. You and know, the guy you, wasn't that great. Yeah. So, so what, what is the problem now? And it's a year and a half plus, you know, we're a year and a half I out know. from this. Like you've had so much time to reflect and all of that. But Stacy's big complaint was that Johnny, her thing was that Johnny made petty remarks about Stacy and um johnny admits johnny owns the fact that she said yeah i probably did which i can think you know she said yeah i did but 
But so did Stacy. Stacy said a whole bunch of shit about Johnny. I don't know. And then they played the tape. And it was was it just me or the tape didn't solve anything for me per se. I I was just kind no. of like, okay, they were all talking about like this conversation between Johnny and Chris and Izzy and Stacy, and then they're like, play the tape of how everyone arrived there, and it was just like, what is this? This didn't prove anything. Like, I would like to see maybe you if John. Let me show me the tape of Johnny bad mouthing Stacy. Let me hear exactly what it was. You know, mm-hmm. did she say it to her face or did she say it way over in the other corner? And you happen to hear like, what is that? You yeah, know, nobody cares. Nobody cares. <sighs> So, so Stacy is so offended. Um, but Izzy does apologize to Johnny for his, you know, for his delivery for the way he treated her a year ago. And then we find out that I guess a, another week after, shortly after the weddings, Izzy and Johnny ran into each other at a bar, talked for an hour, and then they kissed. They made out in his Jeep. They made out in his Jeep. <laughs> And Jeep's good for something. Yeah, that's why he bought the Jeep. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that flabbergasted me because that shows you how shallow Izzy is. Mm-hmm. That because he was adamant about he was he was telling everybody around them this woman's awful, she's mm-hmm. crazy. I'm so happy I didn't pick her. She's the worst, blah, blah, blah. And then Stacy breaks, you know, Stacy breaks up with you. And then a week later, you're like, well, I'll make out with this person yeah, that I called God. like a psycho a month ago. You were yelling at her a month ago. Like, what a douchebag. I was just like, Houston, ugh. Houston, do better. You can, <laughs> this is not a good town. Yeah. Well, and apparently, Crazy. Houston, it's just, I guess it is kind of a small town because these people, yeah. they just keep running into each other and, you know, kissing two, each other. Two of them ended up on the show together. And yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Well, Stacy did say that she was surprised that after everything he said that he would want to kiss John. Right. And I think, again, right. that was another nail in the coffin for her of like, right. oh, thank God I yeah. saw this with this guy. I dodged a bullet there. Yes. Yes. Um, so then uh, they brought yeah. Aaliyah back. Oh, yeah. And she looked great. Thought she looked she beautiful. Looked great. I loved her hair and I love the champagne colored dress. Yeah. And, you know, now we got to talk about, you know, how terrible Uche is. And, you know, she felt really, uh, you know, gypped, you know, that she didn't get to have the true experience. And, you know, then, yeah, Lydia tells her, she assures her that I had no idea that mm-hmm. Uche was coming on the show. She said that they had. I guess they had, they had both, they, I think this is what she said. She said that both Lydia and Uche had been contacted by casting. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause that's how they cast these shows. Yeah. Like, I didn't realize they, that Taylor, I think I heard Taylor say that. Oh no. Renee said she was contacted by casting. They go on these casting people go on um, dating websites mm-hmm. and they look for people who seem, you know, attractive, educated, whatever in, an area and then they contact them. So Hmm. it's not like they, they both decided to apply or they both knew they were, they had separately been contacted, but but then I think they told each other, yeah, I was contacted too, but then they never talked about whether they got it or not, or they were Mm going to be on the show. And I believe, I believe Lydia. Yeah. I believe that she was gen genuinely had no idea. And, you know, she was just assuring, um, Aaliyah. Aaliyah. 
you know, that (laughs) this was not like some thing to hurt her. And, you know, they kind of aired their whatever. And Mm -hmm. I think everything is fine. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that Aaliyah, I mean, Aaliyah, I think Lydia, both of them did, but I think Lydia handled this really well because it, you know, she definitely took ownership of her part and said, you know what, I had the best intentions of all of this. I really, mm-hmm. I obviously didn't read the room very well when you were talking and saying that, I, you know, I couldn't hear it. And, and she just, she owns that part of it and just says, I was not, that wasn't what I, you know, wanted to do. Um, I, and, and then, Leah kept bringing up this whole thing. Apparently, Lydia said something about, oh, I feel like I might see someone from my past or something there. And that's why everyone kept thinking that she, that she, of course, Uche held on to that one, um, that that's why she was, you know, plotting to get there at the same time. But well, and I think because six cents. Well, that's what she said. She said it occurred to her once she got there. She kind of occurred to her. She's like, wait a minute. You know, I don't know. I know Uche was contacted by casting, but I don't know if, if he got it or not. And there mm-hmm. is a ch- if they were both contacted, then, yeah, there yeah. is a chance that he could be there. And, yeah, maybe she did have a little bit of a a sixth sense or something. Mm-hmm. And I probably would, too. I'd be like, oh, gosh, I hope. Mm. I hope oh, Uche's actually, on here. Yeah, I hope Uche's I think people here. say that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> That's the common reaction. Yeah. I think, yeah, I hope, uh, yeah, this is what everyone utters. I hope Uche is not here. God, Uche, ugh. Yeah. Um, So then they they start this big round of Uche bashing. (laughs) Where, you know. And you know what? You can see that Vanessa Lachey also doesn't like Uche. Yeah, no, she loved this part. She's like, let's take a look at the last time each one of you spoke to Uche. So they play the tape of, of the last time Uche sitting across the table from all of these people with that diabolical look on his face with that like intense. He has such an intense, the way he talks, it's so intense. And it's like, he, he's just trying so hard to control his anger. Mm-hmm. You know, he's talking in this low, like it, he's talking in a very angry tone, but it's not a yelling angry tone. It's mm-hmm. like a controlled, like right here, monotone, but it's the, the energy of it is so angry. Yes. And so vindictive. And he's just, he scares me. Mm-hmm. He is and, very scary. Yeah. He is very, very scary because he, he obviously proved to everybody here that he is willing to take information mm-hmm. and lie about it. And that I and always spread I, it around, spread yeah. around information that he shouldn't be. I'm constantly amazed by people who take information and then, you know, flat out, I guess, just lie, just flat out lie and mm-hmm. twist it and lie about it. It's so dangerous. It's so, so dangerous. And, you know, I, I just, God, that guy scares the crap out of me. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and again, Aaliyah has moved on. She met yeah. some guy on a cruise and on an R&B cruise. Yeah. So. She went by him. Maybe I need to go on an R&B cruise. Yeah. Well, did we talk about what? Because I thought all this stuff was interesting because they was it Lydia that was talking about this was how this all came to be. Because I guess once Uche and Lydia realized that they knew each other, mm-hmm. that the producers originally wanted to send both of them home. Mm. And so they told both of them independently, this is what Lydia says, independently, we told the producers we would not ruin the experiment as long as you didn't, as long as you don't reveal the past relationship. And then 
Once Lydia developed feelings for someone, Milton, she then agreed with the producers that she could that she could then share this info anytime. And um, and then I think that's when and then I think maybe Uche got the same thing. Mm-hmm. And that's when Uche decided, OK, I'm going to reveal this. So and that's what Vanessa asks her, like, do you regret the way the producers handled it? Um, which. I don't know. There's no, there's no, you know, there's no good way of dealing with this. I mean, especially when you got Uche, he's such a monster. Yeah. He's going to ruin everything Uh or what you do, which he pretty much did. But Aaliyah says that she would have liked to have known ahead of time because she would have distanced herself from Lydia. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she would have done it differently. Um, But, uh, you know, but I guess in the end, it seems like Aaliyah believed him. And trust me, I'm surprised they didn't, Aaliyah never said it, but like, if I was Aaliyah, I'd be like, I watched the tapes. I dodged a bullet. Yeah. You she know, should be happy. Mm-hmm. She'd be happy that didn't work out. Um, yeah. But Milton then defends Lydia saying, and then talking about what you were talking about earlier about how Uche was obsessed with Lydia and what she was doing in the pods and that he didn't respect Milton's boundaries, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So you're like, okay, good for you, Milton. Yeah. And they said they invited Uche to, to come on the show, but smartly he declined because yeah. it wouldn't well, have been that, good for him. It wouldn't have been good for him, but it, I think that it's, it's, it's very, very telling. Like you have no qualms sitting any of these people down, telling them how you feel. Mm-hmm. But when you know that you might get some shit coming your way, you're gone. You're out of there. Yeah. Well, and then they all said that he text he texted all he texted Aaliyah, lydia and melton was it all on the i the think it was Aaliyah, no it was so he texted Aaliyah and lydia probably around the same time when the show premiered saying hey i'm watching the show tonight um i'm around if you want to talk Oh, Jesus. I mean, like, what to do what? To like, of course, so that he can come back and lecture them again. Yeah. And then he then he messaged Milton on his wedding day saying, mm-hmm. not saying congratulations, so happy for mm-hmm. you. It was like, so I heard you got married. Yeah, he said, and, you know, let me know if you want to talk about let it. Let me know if you want to talk to me. It's like, it, no, No Uche. one wants to talk to you, Uche. None of them responded to your text. Go away. Yeah. Oh, and the other thing that he said, too, was that he said to Aaliyah, when they were dating, because after the show, they did date for a little bit. And apparently he told her that she's not someone he's normally attracted to. Oh, my God. I'm like, oh, fuck you, Uche. Well, then Aaliyah why are you out on a date? Gorgeous. With, well, then why are you out on a date with her? Yeah. So the first Lydia, I mean, this guy just is a goddamn monster. He's never going to be able to get a date again unless, you know, there's someone out there. Oh, who's... no. Listen, people are dating Bartice. <laughs> People are dating Shake. Are they? <laughs> Bartis had a baby. Yeah, but from a like a one night stand, <laughs> not a relationship. I don't know. I assume accident. Shake and and Bartis and some of these other people are. You know, listen. Oh. OJ has girlfriends. I mean, you know, there's always a woman out there. Who has OJ Simpson? Oh, OJ. Yeah. Well. Yeah. True. Scott Peterson, doesn't he have a girlfriend or a wife? You well, I'm know, sure people are writing to him yeah. night and day. Yeah, yeah, no, there's some woman out there that's like, oh, Uche is so complicated. He's, he's misunderstood. So and he's misunderstood. And, you know. Um, okay, then, so. Hold on. And then did Uche, because I guess apparently even Izzy hated Uche. 
because I guess Uche talked poorly about Izzy behind his back. Apparently, mm-hmm. Uche was talking crap. About oh, him. nobody liked him. Not a single person. Yes. Not a single person. Yeah. No, they all hated him. I felt like that segment could have gone on longer because I, I could sit there and talk about how much I hate Uche <laughs> you were enjoying all that. day long. <laughs> well, it was a little bit like beating a dead horse. Like everyone yes. agrees. We got to move on. So then um, we, we get uh, JP and Taylor. Oh, back. God. Wearing God. his red, white and blue socks. Of yeah, course, Taylor JP. looked gorgeous. Looked oh my God, dress. she looked the best. Yeah, she I, did. I love the dress. I loved her hair. I thought I was like, whoa. Yeah. I said that audibly when she walked out. I yeah. thought she looked incredible. She did. She yeah. looked like a golden statue or something. She did. <laughs> but yeah, again, with I still don't understand JP. No. I and I never either. will. And he really had no good explanation. Um, I think the guys just... I don't. I can't I, believe they cast him. Yes, what, that's what did they exactly what I was going to say. Because normally, to get cast on a reality show, you have to be a dynamic person, or, mm-hmm. or otherwise you're just you're boring. Yeah, you know, yeah. you ha- you have to have something about you that is will attract people, attract attention, and mm-hmm. um, and he just has nothing. The casting, I think, the, I blame casting for this whole mm-hmm. season. They, yeah. they they did a terrible job. He well, never should have been cast. Yeah. I didn't understand that either because you're absolutely right that, yes, you're looking for single people in Houston, but you also are looking for personalities. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, he obviously was very, very, I think probably a more introverted, quiet person, but he also is... Obviously, the cameras, he gets very camera shy. Mm-hmm. And but so he was, he, and he talked about that. There were all these cameramen in the room, and then this happened, and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, well, yeah. Like, yeah, you what did you to think on this reality happen? show? Like, you, you kind of had to loosen up a little bit here. Yeah. And, and I heard Renee talk about this too, because I guess Renee and Taylor were friends, mm-hmm. and Carter and JP are friends. And apparently, Renee thought JP was a dud. Um, and told Taylor that. And, but Taylor was like, no, 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 we have a great relationship. We're great. We're wonderful. Blah, 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 blah. And then, um, but she wasn't surprised. Renee said she wasn't surprised how it all turned out because it was such a mess. But he still can't. You've had a year and a half, JP, a year and a half to process this. You still can't succinctly tell us what the problem is. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, and I think Taylor finally says it, which is, I don't think he was attracted to me. You yeah. know, and it was just like he won't own the fact that, you know what, she's just not my type. I wasn't attracted to her and I couldn't figure out how to become more attracted to her. Or do you think maybe he was intimidated by her looks because she is very like classically American blonde or attractive? Because remember, Nick and um, Vanessa were kind of trying to drill down on this and they were asking him, well, would you approach her at a bar? Mm-hmm. Or is she, and he's like, I don't know. Usually my, I, my friends talk to them first and then I come in. I was like, no, that's not no. what they're getting at. Yeah, that's not the question. That's not the question. And then they're like, well, does she look like anyone you've ever dated before? And I think what they were trying to get at was that he's, he's never been with a woman that hot. Mm. You know? You think? Yeah. Mm. I think okay. that she's like way out of his league and he was just too intimidated that Mm -hmm. and you know i don't know if the thing about the makeup had any basis in reality or if that's something he just said 
I don't know. That doesn't make sense. I, I, I just think he, he was, he was intimidated and I'd be, and he too says he's been in a relationship now for a year. I'd be curious to see what this girl looks like. Oh God. Yeah. Does she wear a bunch of red, white, and blue stuff? (laughs) I mean, were they together on January 6th? Like what is happening with these two? (laughs) Yeah. Did they go to CPAC together? (laughs) I mean, you know, what's happening? God. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I wrote that down. JP shouldn't be on TV. <laughs> no, never again. No, it's no, one of the worst casting decisions in television history. Yeah. And obviously, you know what's so interesting. What's what's been interesting about the past seasons is how many. If you start with fifteen and fifteen, right? You start with thirty people, and that in the past they've been able to get at least four or five couples, mm-hmm. even more, even more. You don't they, see. Yeah. Um, and so here you you do this and you get down to uh I mean, you get down to two <laughs> and kind of like a third and mm-hmm. that doesn't even work. And then y- y- you know, like and a, another one that's you're not even gonna cover. I just thought that was weird. Like there was something oh, you're absolutely right. And I wonder if it's the same casting people or if they pick new casting people each time they move to a new city Mm, yeah maybe Um, if they get like a local casting director to do it or do some of the research but i would be very curious to see if they're going to start asking people to list out who are the last five people you dated or the last 10 people just give us their names Mm -hmm. so that if there's there's no overlap yeah (laughs) i don't want this happening again yeah um yeah, I don't know. I think the whole thing would have... I think that the Uche-Lydia thing would have worked if it wasn't Uche. I think that if it was Lydia and someone else, I think they could have made that work. It was just Uche who mm-hmm. made the whole situation so god-awful. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. anyway. Anyway, and that was yep. that. Pretty much Taylor's dating someone now. So, yeah, everybody has moved on. Mm-hmm. Everybody. So... I guess, you know, in Houston, you're never lonely very long. There's always <laughs> someone right around the corner for you. Yeah, you might have dated them or their brother, sister, or something, yeah. but, you know, they're there. They're ready out to, there. Ready to date. Yes, yes. <laughs> so, yeah. and that's it. That's a wrap on Love is Blind Season 5. Yeah. It was a short season. Went by real quick. Yeah, well, who knows when this will come out again? The God, they take so long to produce these shows, you know, a year and a half, two years. Well, but if they've got enough in the can, right? Yeah, like, because obviously they're recording, like doing these pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. So, and we had a Love is Blind earlier this year. This is the second one this year, I believe. Yeah, I think, it, actually, I think it was, a, it was like the fall of last year when it was, oh, it, it was, was, it was, it was slight, like oh, 10 or yeah. 11 months ago or something. Okay. Okay. Or actually maybe exactly a year. So, so yeah. So yeah, we have to wait for another year for Love is Blind. Oh gosh. Well, wherever well, they're going. Where will we be in a year? Juneau, Alaska. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Anchorage. Maybe San Francisco. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> that would be interesting if they did San Francisco. Yeah. Very it would interesting. be. Interesting. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Well, anything else to report on the world? That was my hot take, my hot sip on Chris's father, who's a, you know, a crook. Yeah. Well, no, I have nothing more uh, love is blind related. But, you know, I I don't know if you're interested in this, maybe for a future podcast. But um, have you been have you heard anything about the um, 
Jada Pinkett Smith book. I've heard way too much about it. And I'm going to tell you right now, Jada, shut up. I am so really? sick of her. I'm I am finding so... it fascinating. Ugh. I cannot. All right, well, I, I guess you're her. not going to read the book. No. I mean, I just read a brief review about it, and this person was just rolling their eyes about how she is insufferable. They are, in, I find both of them insufferable. Insufferable. It's like, Jada, enough. Enough. <laughs> we, we, we heard you. We got it. Well, like, I don't, I don't care. Like, they, it, it, what drives me crazy is I really feel like she and Will put themselves up on this very special pedestal that they're very, 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 very special people. And, you know, because they're celebrities, they are special and they've, they've gotten into their heads that just because you're famous means that you doesn't also mean that you're smart and wise and, you know, need to tell people what to do with their lives. And she's just, I don't know. I just find the comments and the, and the interviews that I've seen just, it's exhausting with the two of them. Just exhausting. Like I don't care anymore. And, and, you know, I I don't care. All right. Well, never mind. (laughs) I would do the Britney Spears book before I would do Jada's. Well, you know, okay. To be fair, this is her memoir. So -hmm. it's not her and Will. This is her life story. Yes. And it's her journey. And she has the right to tell it. And, you know, she she has had to, because of, you know, everything you just said, she has had to to keep a lot of things to herself. Mm -hmm. Hasn't really been able to share stuff. And, um, you know, I, it, when the, when I first heard the book was coming out, I had the same kind of reaction, like, oh, really? Like, but this book is really not about all the stuff that we already know or we think they know. Do you know who Jay Shetty is? Yeah, I saw her on... I, I, I get very frustrated with Jay Shetty because the guy was a monk and now what? He's some sort of guru? It's like, ugh. No, he's... Look, he's no different than Brene Brown or any of these people. No, no, he is different than Brene Brown. Brene Brown is educated. She has a master's degree, a PhD. She's a researcher. She's been researching... You know, these subjects for 20 some odd years. That's very different than someone well, that was once a so, monk. So being a monk it has no value, I, educational, it has, it spiritual. Has, it has some value. I just don't think it has as much value as how much people think this guy is so great. That's all. Okay. Well, anyway, anyway I don't, she was on his show. I, I don't him. regularly listen to him, but she does. She He has a podcast and she was on his podcast. It was a three hour podcast. Mm. Three hours. Mm-hmm. And I listened to it all. Oh, wow. And it was very interesting. And it was, it was a side of her and uh, things about her that this is very different. This isn't your normal Will and Jada Smith gossip, you know, rumor mill, whatever this or that. She has a whole nother life we don't know about. You know, Mm -hmm. she has a whole nother side to her and and a journey that she's been on, all this kind of stuff that we don't even know about. Mm -hmm. And and I, it, it, it was made me curious, honestly, mm-hmm. to know more. So I, you know, I might get the audio book. I can't actually read a, a book anymore because I read all day for work. But um, 
I might get the audio book and listen to it, but it, it, this isn't your, everyone, yeah, no, we've got, people have very strong feelings about yes. this, um, but, um, it, this and is I know, and I know different. it's her story and I knew I've heard her on Howard Stern and she talked a lot about Pac and her relationship on Stern. I mean, a lot, some of these things that she talked about, I, you know, I'd heard her talk about before and, um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm with you and I think it's not a typical memoir. And just from the excerpts and the things that I've seen, I'm not my cup of tea. <laughs> well, even just the stuff about Tupac, like I always, the the rumors that I always heard and went around were that somehow her and Tupac were romantically involved mm-hmm. and that, um, you know, I had I always assumed that the way that people talked about the relationship, they weren't. It was completely mm-hmm. platonic. Yeah. You know, and so I don't know. There's just a lot I'm like there's a lot of misinformation out there. And, you know, people think they know her story or think they know her, think they know these people. But we don't. No. You know? We don't know. No. Listen, the more and more every time something out about something where someone, you know, is a grifter or a liar. I'm constantly, I'm constantly reminded, like, we really don't know people. You know, we really mm-hmm. don't know. We don't know what goes on behind closed doors in people's lives. It's just, oof. You think you do, but you don't. No, so, we don't. We don't know anything about no. these celebrities. No. At all. No, we don't. So anyway, we will not be um, talking about that. <laughs> Sorry, Brooke. Don't worry. well maybe there's people out there that want want to cover it but if you want to read the book and do a book report i'll listen to it (laughs) no that's all right right. i I don't have time for all that okay Okay. all right fine all right well thank you for um tuning in um to wrap up love is blind yes if you like our podcast please subscribe we are going to be um we're continuing our sister wives season 18 coverage that comes out on tuesdays oh yeah this week was a doozy oof boy yeah go back and listen if you missed it because it was quite an episode and uh thursdays we're doing now that love is blind is over we might do some we have some documentaries and i don't know what else we're going to do stay tuned yes and and find out and please definitely not jada pickens no no don't worry (laughs) don't get us don't get scared <laughs> or any other books because Brooke's not reading. <laughs> well, no, I listen to books on Audible. Yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah. I just don't I don't read read them. So um yeah, where was I? Okay, so also follow us on social media, uh, TikTok and Instagram at Psych Legal Pop. And I think that's it. Yeah. Right? Okay. Subscribe. Spread the yeah. word. I think that's it. All right. Okay. Thanks for joining us. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. 
add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com